Hi, everyone. It's Paul Miller of Free Time, Free Spill podcast on Anchor.fm. And I'm with Mary Kelly today. She's awesome. And the queen is here. How you doing? Hello. You're <laughs> hilarious. I love that you call me the queen. It's adorable. Um, I'm good. I'm really good. I'm just stepping into that queen energy, I guess. I feel like it's exploding out of me at this moment. Yeah. Uh, last so, time. Last time we talked, we we uh, it was like an introduction. We went on, and like I was glad we had spoken. I know, me too. We had a lot in common. I think that we were at the time we were really into that human energy field that we were talking about, and realizing that you had like knowledge about things that I was just about to learn. So it was a really interesting transition. I found that uh, intersection of our energies really interesting where, you know, something that you already knew, something that had interest, interested me, and then, boom, here we are talking about it. And you it kind of gave me that gentle knowledge. nudge. Yes, I do. I do. I've spent a lot of time really studying um, just the human body in general. You know, just a little bit about myself is that I am a business owner. I own two different businesses. One is the Oracle's Den, which centers on intuitive readings, tarot readings, Oracle cards, um, and at times I can channel messages from spirits. And the other part of it is Apothemaries, which is based in uh, holistic healing. So since I last talked to you, which really wasn't that long ago, I started a podcast. You motivated me to start a podcast. Wow. So I have one that's called Apothemaries Holistic Healing Podcast. And that's available on Spotify and Apple Podcast as well. Super excited about that to share a lot of the stuff that you and I were talking about. I, I realized wait. after our conversation, it was good. I can't wait to see it grow. I'm so excited. I'm really, I'm kind of blown away at how easy it is. You know, how, how accessible these apps are that you can use um, to just even get the recording down and to trim things down and then... I don't know. At first it was very intimidating, but after talking to you and seeing how, you know, you were just cool, calm and collected, it gave me that confidence and that extra, your energy probably transferred to me a little bit and gave me that motivation. Yeah. That inspiration. It was really great. I was grateful for that. So I started that podcast. I've just kind of been going from there, That's you know, focusing on too. energy fields. Is it really, how did you start? This chick, she gave me a music review and it was an interview and like this was like 2019 and like it was so great it was a good experience and like i love it so much mm -hmm. so i started my own podcast and then i i just went from there and july 3rd 2019 it makes two years this year wow congratulations that's that's kind of crazy and i guess maybe talking about the energy fields too it's almost like she maybe a trans transmitted that sort of calling for you just like you did it to me so it's one of those I don't know. I, I just always go back to that human energy field and how we are all interconnected. And even though we might be talking on through electronics, we still have our own vibrational frequency that connects with somebody else. So although you're across the country from me, you and I have this connection based on shared energy, right? Shared energy on that book, Hands of Light, probably the podcast and any personal healing that we've done along the, the way that's what I keep encountering. Like the more I, I delve into intuitive readings, spirit work, um, helping others with generational trauma and just really providing insight through my podcast. Um, I find that I keep intersecting with people, you know, that vibrational frequency and that law of attraction makes sense now because I'm on a frequency where I'm calling the people that need the guidance that I have, or I'm calling the people that have the solution that I need to take it even further. So that's what I considered our conversation the last time was that you brought in that energy of something I needed to take my practice even further. I would have eventually got there, but you were like that, that point that goes, no, wait, let me show you this thing. And you were called to show me the book. Like you just had to show me the photos and it was exactly what I had identified <laughs> myself. So I think that the uh, human energy field is pretty amazing and we only know just tip of the iceberg so far. And when you're, when you're with some positive energy and like good people, it creates a resonant R feel, like a, a R feel between both of you, like whoever you meet or whoever you talk to like us, um, like just co the connection and the communication, just sustain exchanging of ideas and stuff. It creates a resonant R yeah. feel. 
I found that really interesting because um, I, I guess, you know, just back to the book, The Hands of Light, that, sorry, my dog's chewing a bone in the background, but uh, the hand, he's so silly. The Hands of Light book um, had come to me like just by doing a tarot reading for someone who didn't have any money. And so she exchanged goods with me and she gave me um, a couple of different tools. And so some of them included, I think it was, it's called emotional frequency transmission or something. And it's about tapping your trauma and tapping your energy. So that way you can recenter your, um, your aura. You can recenter your vibrational frequency and get everything kind of aligned. Um, so the energy situation keeps coming up. And then that book, Hands of Light, was part of it. Um, and I think that, you know, with the shared energy and all of that, I, I got to the point in the book where it's a little bit too much because she was explaining how to see an energy field. So she gives the example of like looking up in the clouds and you can see, you know, if you, if you take the time to be mindful and center yourself, you can actually see energy fields. And so I tried it and I was struggling with it, but you know, I, I had a spiritual connection with um, my higher power at this point yesterday in the afternoon. And what happened was I lit some incense and spirit says, well, why don't you see what the smoke does to your energy field? Because the sunlight was perfect. So the sunlight is reflecting off of the smoke so I can see very clearly. And I put my hand right in the middle and I could see when the smoke would start to curl and it would curl about an inch, maybe a half an inch from the top of my skin. It never touched my skin and it would just, it wouldn't even go in between my fingers. It was, that was the energy field. And so, although I cannot see that now, according to how the book says, spirit still shows me ways that I can see it and ways that I can communicate. So maybe other people who might have this happen or might want to learn more about their capabilities, have something to work off of. Like just start with incense and see what your, what your energy field looks like. The thing about it is subtle. Like it's hard to, it's hard to see it, but it's there. Like everything is energy. And if you pay attention enough, you'll catch the subtle ways of, of how it's like speaking to you, like just energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that, I don't know, when you take the time to just be mindful, you know, like lately I've been, I don't know if I, if I touched on this the last time that we chatted, but lately I've been doing a lot of grounding exercises because I realized that, you know, through childhood PTSD, which is what I suffered from, um, I still carry on the weight and the baggage and the emotional turmoil and all of that. You know, PTSD has its own its own symptoms of flashbacks and you can just, you know, relive the moments and that you're in and then the fear comes in. It's this whole thing. So since we last spoke, um, I actually spent a lot of time working on Apothemary's holistic healing podcast, but I took it a step further because I actually have a bigger dream. Apothemary's was actually Apothemary Farms. Um, in the long run, I, this is what I would like, and for it to be a childhood PTSD recovery center for adults who maybe had a really rough foundation that didn't come from a family that gave them, you know, emotional guidance or allowed them to even have emotions. Maybe they suffer from different mental illnesses because of the trauma that was inflicted. So already off the bat, if you suffer from childhood PTSD, you're just, you know, miles away from the average person. Um, and so my dream for Apothemary Farms is to make this a retreat center, to have, you know, little satellite homes and and classes to teach people how to maybe grow herbs that can help them. Um, I'm a big believer in medicinal marijuana and medicinal, medicinal mushrooms. Um, I know that penicillin is a fungi, right, is a fungi or is a bacteria. I'm the same. So, right? So there are things out in nature that tend to maybe help us more than the things that we've been relying on. And I think that energy field thing is a lot of it. Uh, one of the last podcast episodes I did, I think I did it yesterday, was about um, how difficult our energy fields can get when you do have trauma. How when we interact with others, just like you're talking about, like, us having a conversation, there's energy that's happening between us. There's probably different color auras going on and all sorts of waves going on. But when you're maybe dealing with trauma and you're not in recovery, you're, you showed me the photos in the book. I mean, the illustrations show your energy is like everywhere. You can shoot that forever. And the way that I like to describe, 
I guess the the vibrational frequencies or the energy field that you carry. That's um, the best way that I know how to to explain it to people for people that have no idea what I'm talking about. It's that feeling that you get. Let's say that you're in a room. There's 20 different people in there, and someone angry walks in. Well, the person that's angry has their own energy field of anger, which can affect two feet from them. We know this because of science and medical uh, science has taught us that our heart center has, um, our heart itself actually has an electromagnetic field that can reach a two foot radius. So let's just believe that, yeah, our heart can hold our emotions and it can affect people within two feet. So what we do is this guy jumps in and he you know, barges in the room with his anger and his heart centers all crazy, he infects the the people that are two feet from him. And those people start to feel, feel that fear and absorb that fear. And then that fear becomes theirs. And then they affect two feet from them. And it beca- and all of a sudden the whole room changes. Um, that's similar to like if, if you walk into a room and you can feel like people were talking about you, it's probably because that vibrational frequency is still hanging around and they were probably talking about you. Um, it's a lot of that intuitive and insight that we write off as if it doesn't exist or we can explain it away um, in certain ways. But the longer that I that I dive into what nature has to offer versus what I've believed for so long, the the more I realize that I just have to dive into my indigenous roots. I got to get back to Native American traditions. I'm really um, assimilated. So, um, yeah, that, that says a lot because you can see energy, you can read energy and you can feel energy. Like how you were saying about <laughs> like, like how you were saying about mm-hmm. like how, you know, someone's talking about you. You can you can feel that you can you can read it. You can read their energy, their body language as well. So mm-hmm. it's a lot. It's a lot there. And also, like, I remember like it was like I was in massage school and I remember driving like my dad. He was driving me back home. And I can mm-hmm. see I can see the truck in front of us coming this way, and I can I can read I can see their energy. It's like I can pick up that. Oh yeah. Like it was like I was just so healed and like all the work I was doing in college, like I was I was just so balanced. I can I can see the energy. It's just like at night, like when you mm-hmm. see the street lights and you can see the R from the lights. Like it's just right. like that. Just seeing lights right. when it's raining, and you can you can pick up the auras and all that. Yeah, you can see a lot more when you're just like slow down and you're mindful and take the time to even look for that stuff. You know, most people are just running around so fast that they aren't able to. Um, But hold on one second. All right. Okay, sorry. Um, But the, okay, so energy fields, you were talking about the rain and being able to see the auras. Um, Like a rainbow. I forgot my turn yeah, I forgot my train of thought on that one, but I'm sure it'll come back to me. I got distracted for a second. Oh, I remember you talked about and you touched on how you were centered in college, how things were a little different, that you were that I got the intuition that like maybe you had a spiritual practice or you had meditation or you were doing something. Massage therapy. Yeah. Mas- oh my gosh. So the massage therapy is where you got that book. You learned about energy fields and I'm sure intuitively you started doing things to heal yourself, right? Cause that's just kind of what happens when you start investigating yes. and reading things. When you start reading things and you start understanding a little bit more, your body works in the background and heals. Even when you don't, even like all the time, all the time, you're coming up with new uh, ideas and new situations where you're handling them different because you're reading this stuff and you're learning how to handle your, your vibrational frequency. You're learning how to handle um, maybe your emotions in relate in relation to that. So you end up handling situations different. You end up growing. But the point that I wanted to really expand on is that, you can't see these things until you get to a certain vibrational frequency. So people think that, you know, it's people absolutely 110% will spend time with me and believe that I can speak to spirits. So that's just a fact. Like I have plenty of people in my life that have had experiences with me or have seen entities with me and have done, you know, just or been in the room and it's been really weird. Um, and as recent as of yesterday, because I actually cleansed the house and a lot of energy came out. It was really weird. Um, but what's important to note is that I have struggled with 
dealing with those gifts that I have and the habits and behaviors that I have because I was traumatized. So yes, you are correct. You have to be at a certain alignment. You have to be at a certain uh, cortisol level. You have to be at a certain level of relaxation. You cannot have tension. You have to actually heal yourself in order to get to the vibrational levels that will allow you to even expand on these things. Um, so I found that interesting that when you, when, I mean, you kind of, I don't know if you noticed, but your energy and, and your inflection changes a little bit because I don't know, I have that intuition that that was probably a really comfortable time for you. You probably had some like great clarity and insight and your energy was being healed. Um, and you can see a difference between now and then. So that's important. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I mean, I think, I think when we have the opportunities to compare like who we used to be versus who we are today, we have the opportunity to make the changes for our own happiness. It's easy to get sucked into those beliefs that corporate America is going to work for you or, you know, the plan that was for somebody else is going to work for you. You know, it's constantly that that carrot that's dangled in front of you of the things that you think you want. But then you find out when you start observing who you are and what what maybe life has done to change your perception on things. Or maybe you've um, just, I don't know, outgrown certain friendships or realized certain things about yourself that you don't like anymore. So you start working on them. Well, new stuff starts opening up. Right. So the worst thing that you can do is stick in all your trauma and pain and suffering and hold on to it. That's the worst thing that you can do. Right. And so, up. right. And um, let me ask for a question for you. When you were learning to open up, what did you do to open up? Like when you were learning to kind of heal your energy, what were some of the things that worked for you? We had all kinds of techniques that was learning in college, like a zip of techniques. We had release techniques. I remember going to college and like from there, from home, like the difference between home and, and college, like massage therapy, it was just more relaxed atmosphere. And like mm -hmm. when I, when I come home, it's just more stress, but it, it got better. Mm -hmm. Like the people around me even, even um, improved. And uh, it was different techniques like that we learned to like, it was like self-care, just journaling. Like before right. massages, before doing massages, like we had different techniques we would use before we started. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that um, what people, I don't know, I'm just going to speak from experience because um, that's all I can speak about. But I will tell you that I, over a course of the past 36 years of my life, I have mentored, I have um sponsored through 12-step programs. I have life coached. I've done all sorts of things. So I've encountered a lot of energies. I've encountered a lot of the same energies, a lot of the same turmoil that happens in families and whatnot. And the energy, um, like when you, when you say that when you go home, there's a huge difference. Well, yeah, that is a huge difference, right? Because now you can see the comparison between the two. You can see where you actually felt good. And maybe what feels good isn't like, what everybody else wants. Maybe what feels good for you is that you enjoy hiking yeah. or you enjoy journaling, but you're sitting on this, uh, you know, idea that what quote unquote feels good is getting raises and promotions or you, you know, not working towards your dreams. You're working towards other people's goals, other people's core metrics. Right. But what about your own? Yeah. What do you want to do with yourself? And so when you start doing those things, like, those things that people roll their eyes at, right? Like meditation and journaling and I don't know, candle magic or whatever you happen to do to grounding anything. Um, it's all those things, you know? And it's, it's like, for some reason, we're under this delusion that that's not gonna work for me, right? Like that's lame, but it's not. That's actually the thing that makes you vibrate higher and allows the law of attraction to come to you. So as you're saying, you know, you, you said that it got better for you. That's a case in point because your energy was so strong and so healthy that you were able to maybe filter things for other people, give them a little bit more healing because sometimes um, as a heal, I consider myself a healer. And I would say that you, because you're very intuitive and the way that you talk about it, I would say that you too have the capability to heal and maybe you want to. Um, 
but for the healers like us, I think that it's hard for us to understand what to do with that energy, right? Like, okay, well, I'm good at absorbing it. I'm good at making people feel better, but what do I do when I've got all their anxiety? Well, you got to find grounding methods. You got to do that journaling. Like you said, you got to do the meditation. You actually, lately I've been doing grounding baths and I am on my, on my podcast, I have a series that's like an introduction. It tells you the, the first one is the introduction. The second uh, recording is the setup and how you set up your bath. And then the third one is a meditation that you can take while you're in the bath. So that way you can just let go and allow me to do the prayers for you. Allow me to do the healing work for you while you just let go and feel what it feels like to have someone else take care of your energy for you. Wow. That's my goal. Yeah, that's the I'm st- that is exactly what I hope for Apothemary's holistic healing to be. And I hope that and like it is my life's goal to have the retreat center to be somewhere p- where people can feel healing in that sense because we all need that. We all we all need it and some at some point and for some reason we insist on denying it. You know, we we're taught that we have to shoulder it alone, that we've got to we've got to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and and it's a lot of isolation when you just use the I have to's. It's yeah, not I, an I job. I was able to, to I was able to uh heal in the moment in a lot of situations and like like how you said like r- earlier about about like how some people can spread negativity but then mm-hmm. someone catches on soon enough and then they're able to heal in the moment they know the techniques to heal themselves and invest in mm-hmm. like a, we invested to get where we're at and i feel like i'm a, like a pitcher of water like even when i was in college i was a, i was like that filter system like yes just, just giving people a glass of water just just helping them and being a conversationalist to help them mm-hmm. with their problems yeah, I that's that's what indi- so I already get that feeling from you, that feeling tone. That's actually what your aura and your vibrational frequency says is that you're a very kind person, that you do care about others and that you have a healing energy about you. Um that's probably why you went into massage uh therapy or you know, massage school. But what I find is that the older that I get, the more I get tired of all the old story. So for me, I consider the old story, the old me. I have, I have a clear separation between who I am today versus who I was maybe even a year ago. And you can even see it like on one of my, I have, I have like two or three different Instagram accounts, but one of them is a weight loss progress. I lost a hundred pounds just by focusing on healing and focusing on recovery from PTSD and recognizing the energy that was being disrupted and what that did. I'm still investigating it. That's probably going to be a lifelong journey. But as I heal myself, I become an example for how others can heal themselves as well. Because realistically, there's not a person that's going to be able to do that for you. There's not, you know, we may be able to put a Band-Aid on it. We may be able to help you in a certain sense to enlighten you. But most of the time, this is an inside job. Most of the time, the reason we're disconnected is because we've shunned our inner self of what makes us happy, who we genuinely are, and we build walls around it. And instead, we create a personality, right? And and I guess the best way to describe that is to say, when you go into a job interview, you're not your genuine self when you go into a job interview. You are your personality when you go into a job interview. You're on your P's and Q's. You're, you're clean cut and you're on time and you're all these, you know, you are basically uh, filling all the check boxes of what you believe that this person wants of you. That's not genuine you because I'll tell you, a year later, I, I've hired people like that. A year later, these people are like on warnings because they don't want to do the job or they're late all the time or they're always on their cell phone, right? So yeah. that is who you are versus like look at who you look, really look at who you are. That's that's what I try to do with my um, listeners is to explain to them that like you got to look at your genuine actions. You're two people. Most people are two people. Most people have a genuine who they are and what they really want. And then they've got the personality, which is, you know, what everybody else wants. That's dangerous to cater to what everybody else wants. 
Yeah. That means that you're living a life for everybody else and you're not happy for you. Definitely research these companies before y'all y'all check them out and <laughs> and do the interviews like and don't just do it just for professionalism like make sure you know the right. that you're getting into. Yeah, exactly. Um I I think that's hard too these days because I don't know Corporate America has gotten really nasty, right? Like corporate America has gotten to the point where maybe this is my experience from life coaching and from like sponsoring and all that, but corporate America has really gotten terrible. It, um, in terms of ego, like you don't have really a company that's, I don't know, just speaking for its people and being the best. I mean, right now we're on a movement for diversity and inclusion. That should be a freaking warning sign for everybody that like we are not okay. If we have to have uh, divisions for diversity and inclusion, we have not been genuine, kind human beings to each other. And sun, that's what needs to be looked at. The sun was shining on your face. <laughs> <laughs> I know the sun shines over. Like I have, um, that's funny because I took the call at my altar and the sun does like all sorts of weird stuff. And I was, I think it was last Sunday. I don't know. It was one day I was doing, I do this, um, private P childhood PTSD recovery meeting. Um, it's invite only and it's, it has 12 step requirements. It's very specific only because it, when you've done the 12 steps and you have a spiritual foundation and you have an idea and you're in therapy and you're actually making the moves to better yourself, um, you need the support of others, right? Not that you don't need it at other times, but it's more crucial when you're like on the progress road, because when you start uncovering these things about yourself, it just becomes um, overwhelming. And what happened was I was taking, I, I do this by, um, I think it's Google Meet or something. I use Google and I do it as a, it's like a video meeting. Um, and when I, when we do the video, I, sometimes I channel spirits. Sometimes this time I channeled one gal's mom who was talking about self-care and things that need to happen um, and how to take care of yourself. And I was explaining the things that I was doing, like the ritual baths and grounding by touching bare palms and bare feet to um, lush soil. So I tell her these things and she goes, oh yeah, my mom used to do that. And all of a sudden this blue light like right across my face and it lit up the whole thing. And so uh, one of the other members of the meeting, she Googles it and she goes, oh, the blue light, that's actually indicative of Archangel Michael. Oh, that's actually like when he appears, he appears as a blue light. And I go, oh, that's funny because this is where I do my weekly Archangel Michael prayer. So I think that maybe I'm channeling his message. Yeah. God wants you to know, right? It's like, it's interesting. So I do, yes. Light does all sorts of weird stuff over here. Sorry. You also can be seeing the energy of the uh, of the throat chakra. That oh, is throat blue? I'm yeah. not. I need to maybe study. You know what? That's funny. Spirit goes. Um, you don't even know what colors the chakras are. How do you expect to see auras? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, the messages that I channel and the spirits that speak to me are very funny. Um, and the reason that I know that it's like not my inner narration, right? Because we have, we all have an inner, inner narrator yeah. that just says, this is what's happening, right? And then you have thoughts and all this going on. But I know that it's a channeled message from spirit because it, it comes in um, this just a knowing, just it's this data dump of information. Um, and when I channel the messages, it is very difficult for me to speak them out because I, it's almost like I have to take, you know, the the package that she's giving me and I've got to read the entire novel before I'm able to explain what she's trying to yeah. say. It's a lot. And it's a lot of information and energy going on right now. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. I can feel it. I mean, I'm, I'm channeling right now. <laughs> um, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. So I, I, I I'm I trying to, to dive in. Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, uh, just conversating with the with people that like their intentions are good and like it it helps with perception on both sides. Mm -hmm. And like you were saying earlier about like you're investigating like like what happened with like trauma and stuff, and also like mm -hmm. the world can like put a lot on you. So it's also good to do the inner work. And another another thing I want to add, I'm trying to ask, answer some questions. Like um, yeah. 
a, a trick about um about seeing energy is not mm-hmm. being direct, like focusing on it. It's just the subconscious, like, and you'll pick it up. And then it's just yeah. like it's kind of creative, but like just picking up, like when you when you're looking at energy, you don't want to focus on it directly. You want to like it's subtle, so you'll pick it up. You just it's, mm-hmm. it's everything is around, like everything happening at once in the in the world, yeah, in the universe. But it it'll come to you, like just like conversating, like creatively, yeah. like yeah, thoughts come up or like everything is energy, you know where mm-hmm. it's all around like yeah yeah i think that's one of my favorite parts that i identified with in the hands of light book is when she talks about how ev- there's actually no open space like everything emits energy and there's so much energy that's being emitted by everything even inanimate objects um, hold our energy right because like if i'm angry and i'm pounding on my desk guess what my energy is like pounded on my desk and my desk is going to hold that um that's also energy yeah everything everything so there's really no open space because it's just emitting either i'm in let's say in this scenario i'm either let's say there's like a energy wall right here and this is where my video camera meets my energy right so there's no actual I don't know, empty space. It's just us moving through and moving along energy fields. Um, yeah, I, I don't, it's, it's an interesting concept that I think that whoever listens to this podcast and has listened this far, I think that they yeah. are the ones that are going to know what we're talking about. <laughs> like energy with energy, like it could be stagnant. It, it's supposed to be balanced and just flowing, but it all, it, it's supposed to be like yin and yang. Like it could be depleted, but you gotta watch for it so it don't drain. You could pick up, right? Uh, like having mercy, just picking up your energy. Like don't let, like picking up where you where you left off and and just getting back up. Like when you fall, get back up. Yep, exactly. And I think you know what came up in my bath today was um, that every time, let's say that you do fall and you pick yourself up. But every time you pick yourself up, you pick yourself up with an even worse attitude because you think it's not going to work. Or you think like you've now become fearful because this time it failed and maybe next time it will. And like you start bringing this anxiety right to the next time or you start bringing all that. Well, when you pick yourself up, you have to actually do something with that negative energy. You've got to understand what happened what emotional feelings that you have, you've got to drain all of that out so you can welcome new stuff in. Yeah. Because what happens is when you pick yourself up and you still hold on to resentments that for a failure or you hold on to these things, um, they create obstacles and blocks within your, your chakra column. Oh, yeah. So when the energy comes through, it's going to hit all of these obstacles. So every time you want something, those feelings and obstacles, like energy really wants to come to you. Positivity wants to come to you so bad. But when you hold on to all of these things and you clog your energy arteries, you can't have these blessings. You can't have, it's very difficult to be happy. It's very difficult to even roll out of bed for some people because they're they've held on to that energy but the trick is to do your best to treat each time as if it's the first time so if you've fallen down when you get up you dust yourself off you do whatever you need to do to ground yourself and get that energy out and when you get back to the next time because there's there's normally a next time if you're meant to do something there will be a next time and you will be successful so when the next time rolls around treat it as if you've not done it before because you haven't, you haven't, because you've learned, let's say, you know, the first time you fail, you had no idea why you failed. The second time, you know why, and you know what emotions there were. So this is actually a new experience. The present moment. You'll never have the same, right. You'll never have the same experience twice. So why, like, so what people will do is they will assume that every time this thing happens, like every time someone yells, they're mad at me. Well, that's not true. Sometimes people yell because they stubbed their toe or because, you know, they had a rough work day or they're trying to say hi. They're fine. They think you're in a different room and you're in the same room. You know what I mean? Like 
little things like that we can hold on to and and we can have that triggered reaction if we're not careful but each time should be treated as if it's the first time because you are a different person in every moment in every moment you learn something new something different happens and it's just a i don't know every moment's a new moment every day is a new day yeah dimensions communication like you can like with communication <laughs> just dimensions like, my favorite yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just talking to people like understanding like where they're coming from like because their tone might be off like they just gotta like adjust their tone mm. or like yeah. just talking just talking to them just getting some dialogue yeah it can make yeah. the situation better and you don't always have to judge like based off of yesterday or like just something y'all talked about last night. Uh, it could mm-hmm. be different. It could be different today and just, you know, talk, talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that might also be a way to release some of that energy, you know, release the things that maybe we've held on to as well. On the chest. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Right. Okay. So that actually <laughs> brings me to what it felt like doing my first, my first maybe my second inventory so i don't if anyone's listening that has done 12-step recovery before i don't know if you have but anyone uh that's listening will know this and then anyone that doesn't i'll explain um so part of the 12-step process is that at one point you know well into the steps you do an inventory right and what you do is you actually do an inventory of all the what you should be doing is the inventory of all the trauma that you've held on to, all the all the resentments, all the things and reasons why you feel compulse, you feel that compulsion to drink. Um, we need to get to the hows and the whys. Like what's actually going on here? Yeah. You've you've been running through your life so fast that you haven't been able to pause. And so when people get to this fourth step, um, well, the fifth step after that, they, they write it all down and then you talk to your sponsor about it and you tell them all your deep and dirty secrets. Now that is frightening. Yeah. That actually almost made me not get sober. Um, but I, I did. And I just took it one day at a time, like they told me to. And I was like, yeah, I'll just lie. I'll lie. I won't tell anyone anything if I don't have to. But eventually over time you realize, no, I got to talk about it. I have to let that stuff go because that's the energy field that's hurting me. That's actually what's making a uh, conflict with my loved ones. It's separating me from the life that I want to have. Like, what if that's the only reason I'm not getting promoted is because I have a bad attitude and I don't think I have a bad attitude. I just don't like people yeah. like, hi, that's a bad attitude. <laughs> <laughs> All that pain. A lot of people got to release some pain on their chest and like on their bodies, like just open up, let it go. Yes. Yeah. And I know it sounds silly um, to to do the typical, you can always do a, a breathing meditation or you can always go work out and all this stuff, but like for real, you can. Um, sometimes our energy fields just need that, those memories to be expelled by working out your muscles. You know, our fat um, and our muscles are built on whatever is happening in that moment that your cells are being built. So for me, when I was 200 pounds, a hundred pounds of that was trauma, was built on every time someone called me a name, every time someone yelled at me, every time I felt like I was unworthy, every time I misinterpreted what someone said and I thought that they were being mean to me, that's also a thing, you know, irrational thinking. Every time I misunderstood something or believed so hard in something negative, Well, that was my 100 pounds, in my opinion, in my experience, because I didn't do anything special to lose weight other than go to therapy, um, you know, and deal with trauma. (laughs) That's it. Like, I, yes, maybe I chose over time uh, food that was better for me, but it was all in the idea of choosing the option that hurt me the least. Like, why would I want to eat food that hurts me to digest? I don't know. Why do I hurt myself? And then it starts turning into, well, how, how else do I hurt myself? How do I talk to myself? How do I treat myself? Yeah. What do I do when, you know, I have an argument with someone about to myself? What does that look like? So it just becomes that, you know, ever evolving inventory type of thing. But when you get to a point in life where this is where you're at and you want some serious change, the amount of relief that I have had from doing inventories is insane. Right. It's getting that all that off your chest, 
off your back, everything. It starts kind of putting things in pers perspective as to what your part is and then also understanding what other people's parts are and where those boundaries exist. Yeah. So yeah, I so. remember the last time we was talking and I was talking about like, this is this is interesting because like some of us are like are broken and we're we're attacking mm -hmm. like we're attacking mm. people and it's be, it's because mm -hmm. like we're we're leaked or like we're we're broken like when i was talking about energy like when i was in school we had a thousand rod and like they measure yes. my they measure my energy on all four sides and from the front the back and and both sides and where i had a uh where I had a uh, uh, a knee surgery. Oh, you had an injury. Yeah. yeah. And like, I remember. Each side was equal. The front, this side, the back was equal. Like with a thousand rod, it was measuring the energy. And on this side, it was like 24 feet out. Like, I, I guess this side was like six foot. It was all balanced. But this side was like, like, so like. Like way out there. Yeah. Like, so if somebody come next to me, I might, you know back off like a bird or something like right. a bird. so right and uh and she all she told me was to say this like this affirmation this mantra mm -hmm. i'm equal on all four sides and like it was, great. it was everything was equal like everything was equal after that oh my gosh so i i love mantras i do and actually i think for a couple of episodes on the podcast, I may actually just do like five minute mantras. That is fantastic. I'm really grateful to and, have that. And another, um, another chick. So you can, you can do things with your energy. You can close off, you can open, you can close off, open. Mm -hmm. You you can yeah. pause, pause in the time. Or, but it's, it's meant to stay open. Like your heart is meant to stay open. And this is amazing right. about the auras. Uh, this chick, like a lot of people were just like attacking her, like for no reason. And mm -hmm. what the what the teacher told her to do was just say like I'm blocking off all my energy or I'm blocking off like from craziness or the wrong things. It's just aligning yourself and me like meditation. Right. And right. She, she was able to close. She was able to block off all her energy, like her aura, like the aura field. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Just physical, just just a physical body. So like, but you you yeah. have energy. It's like an onion, like different layers. <laughs> Like yes, it is. Layers. So it's, yeah. it is amazing, like what you can do with your energy. Yeah, yeah. I think um, a lot of it's interesting, to, I guess, um, about empaths. That's what comes to mind is empaths when you talk about, you know, having the energy field. And, and what I'm learning about myself is that being an empath, I don't know how to be in public and I don't know how to be out in the world without absorbing energy. So if someone is angry in their car and has, you know, road rage or whatever, they're not even road raging at me. They're just road raging in front of me. Immediately anxiety, immediately like taking that on. And I don't know if that's because that's the life of a wounded healer, right? It's like you immediately need to fix. You immediately need to help. But um, I, I think that the, uh, med the mantra you give is fantastic. I mean... I've got to learn how to do that. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's actually given me some anxiety to go out in public before. Um, I think it's agoraphobia or something where, where you, it's just frightening to go outside. It's people who actually don't leave their house for a long time yeah. who have that. And it could very well be just an imbalance. I mean, it's a medical thing. So I'm, I'm sure I, there's other, other elements, but. Like even in the psych psychology field, they talk about isolation, but you learn a lot from like group therapy. I've done a lot of stuff like, uh, also, like with with uh, energy, I forgot what I was gonna say, but it was it was something related. <laughs> it's to okay. <laughs> it's okay. It happens. It's just kind of how that goes. It's you're probably channeling some stuff to yourself. You know, it's um, oh yeah, like it's a lot easy of us, to get lost. A lot of us are like sensitive, like like to other people's energy. Like we go out, like somebody, like if somebody called me a bitch, like I'm like I might go back home and write in a journal, like just to get it off, like mm -hmm. to release it. Cause it like their pain, whatever they was putting out, projecting towards me, like it, it just mm -hmm. takes a lot, but it, it don't take me that long to like brush it off. Like, but I might just go and not write a whole journal, but like just write something. But at like, least do something. Yeah. Write a song, like just shake it off. Like how Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Or do like burpees or, you know, push ups or some or jump rope or touch it. You know, I've, 
I'm a big believer too in touching trees. And I know some people find that weird, but it's so not weird. So what's interesting about plant life is that, you know, it's not only just transmitting your energy, but it's also transmitting whatever nutrients that you have on your hands or that you have on your palms. And it can actually change the ecology and the whole um, ecosystem of the area, depending on what you're touching, how you're touching it. So you got to be careful. But, um, but for me, in my experience, trees are totally fine to be touching. Um, yeah. Trees themselves, the best way to approach a tree is to say, is it okay if I touch you? They're not going to say yes or no. You just, you just say, is it okay if I touch you? And then you touch it. And what's interesting, if you just put your hands on it and you focus and you just say to yourself um, internally, I, I call all negative energy that is in my body held even as deep as my marrow. And I ask for you to release through my hands into the tree so you can be transmuted to something better, something that is more useful where I won't fight you anymore. And then that's it. That's a grounding meditation. Oh, wow. If you got a house plant, do it to your house. Do it to your house plant. You know what I mean? Do it to something. Um, it's. A, I think that plant life is super important to deal with energy too, right? I mean, works. I don't. Like, yes, and I don't think that. Um, I don't think that they understand what's going on with like global warming and all of this because we we don't transmit our energy enough. We our thoughts and our energy and all that. We don't transmit them enough. You can't evolve uh, plant life. You can't evolve anything unless they know what's going on. And it could just very well be that we've fallen away from indigenous roots, right? Because these are all practices that Native Americans have done. Um, natives from Africa have done. Natives, you know, Chinese medicine has all of this stuff in it for a reason. Western medicine shuns it or makes fun of it for some reason. But these are all tried and true practices for thousands of years. There's got to be some merit to it. And think about like all these patients that's getting like all these pills and pharmaceuticals in America. Oh my gosh, yes. And that was probably one of the harder parts of being in a 12-step program was, you know, there's certain groups that are very adamant about medication and it can be very dangerous, you know, for, for certain members. But after a certain time, I, I had to investigate my own journey of what that meant. And just looking into pharmaceuticals, it's like there's so many symptoms. It's all synthetic. So how do we know that our natural body that is here to live off the land can yeah. actually respond well with something that's man-made? It's it, I'm just called to call those the false idols you know in christianity they talk about false idols and it's like well you know man-made things are kind of false idols i don't know it's interesting but yeah. then again they also help people my mother my mother suffers um i have two moms i have a stepmom and i have a birth mom but they both suffer from lupus fibromyalgia all sorts of things and they are wonderful on medication. I take medication for my mental health. So it's not that I'm an advocate of not doing it. I'm the same. I just more want to, right? I just more want to see like what the earth has to offer. I don't think there's any harm in investigating, especially if you have guidance and you're talking to a medical professional while you're doing it. That's how I handle it. So God created all of this. Yes. And I think it's time that we kind of turn towards that a little bit you know it's a lot softer to spend time in nature than to spend time in concrete jungles and uh i grew up where we didn't even have plant life you know it was all concrete it was all paved roads and now i live somewhere where it's green and lush i've been called to a place that is absolutely gorgeous you know because i'm turning back towards the indigenous roots and so just grounding grounding with the earth just grounding with the mm -hmm. earth with the core of the earth and just feeling all that and being one with the universe and even birds when they sing the plants grow like just their voice their their yeah. voice just birds singing it helps the plants also um important to note that uh plants they eat they eat right they use their fuel is carbon dioxide which is the same thing that you breathe out of your mouth probably the same thing that the birds uh, breathe out when they're singing so it's like the energy vibration but also the carbon dioxide that's necessary for plants to even live like we are actually codependent on plants yeah. they are the things that turn our carbon dioxide into oxygen so we can breathe which is what we need and we're the ones that turn it into their food so 
that's also my favorite lesson I've learned last year was that's the benefit of talking to your plants. It's not just about sharing emotions and saying, here's, you know, some energy or whatever. You're also like creating plants with your breath. Like your, your breath is creating leaves or whatever your carbon dioxide, whatever is living inside of you is allowing these plants to live. Just talking positive. Kind of a trip. <laughs> it's kind of a trip. Yeah, just talking Anywho's. positive. Just talking positive <laughs> to the plant. Just like I'm gonna help yeah, you grow today. Treat it good. Give it right. some water. Oh my god, I love talking to my plants. I talk to everything. I talk to my pets. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's good. Anywho's, it's one o'clock, so I do have to run. I'm sorry. Any links you would like to share before we go? Oh yeah. Um. So Apothemary's uh holistic healing podcast is on Spotify and then also on Apple Podcasts. The website that I have is apothemaries.com. and I am also on Instagram at apothemaries underscore hhp. Just so you know, apothemaries is spelled A P O T H E M A R Y. I think I got that right. Apo. Hopefully, I got that right. <laughs> it's apothecary, but with an M. <laughs> Thank you so much. It was a great, energetic, and refreshing conversation. Like, I loved it. Like, everything was point on and, like, everything about energy. Like, I love talking you. to Me you. Me too. This was great. And you know what? When I will be starting interviews on my podcast, and I'm going to have to hit you up as well because you bring that same energy. We have that same sort of vibrant, you know, we got to talk about it. It's great. Yeah, I'm thinking about going to Reiki uh, school. You should. Oh, my gosh, you totally should. I think that is fantastic. I, that's what that's the hands of light book that's what they teach out of from what i heard so you might have already taken some reiki classes you're I've taking uh stuff to body energetics in uh in massage school but reiki yeah as the same teacher she's gonna be teaching me reiki like master level all, all the way through like so i'm gonna learn a lot of just good stuff so you're on you're on your own journey to be a healer look at you yeah. oh my gosh this is amazing i can't wait to see it all you have no idea i'm so excited for you thank you i know you gotta go <laughs> you're welcome peace. okay thank it you. was good to talk to you i'll talk to you later all right okay bye